Or how are you? <laughs> Hi everyone! Welcome to the podcast Behind Places and Faces. I just tried to um, say hi in, um, in Polynesian language actually, because today we're gonna travel to Tonga. Tonga, or officially the Kingdom of Tonga, is also called Friendly Islands. It's a country in the southwestern Pacific Ocean. The kingdom has 169 islands, of which only 36 are inhabited. Divided into three main island groups, Tongatapu in the south, Ha'apai in the center and Vava'u in the north. I hope that I'm pronouncing words the right, otherwise I'm so sorry everyone. <laughs> uh, but why I chose Tonga for this episode? It all started a few days ago at work. Uh, in the nursery and because we are a big team team of um, I think 25 people we're talking all the time uh, joking singing and you know uh, sometimes you're talking about simple basic stuff sometimes you're talking about weather and sometimes you are going a little bit deeper and there was a moment when we just start talking about the cultures and life on Tonga and life in Slovenia, life in New Zealand. I was speechless one day. Yeah, me. And you know why? Because I talked with some of the Tongans, well, the only one who was not bored of too many questions um, that were bursting out of my mind was Tevita, David. And we talked for a few hours, I'm not joking. He taught me some words and phrases of their Tongan, Polynesian language, and I taught him some Slovenian basics. I was so impressed by some of his stories that I tried for a few days to get him on the podcast. And he was so interested, but not talking on the podcast, but he did want to share his story with me. He was like, I was begging and begging. I said, oh, it doesn't matter, I, you know. No, I will write and you can share my story. And that's how it will be. <laughs> Tevita came to New Zealand as a, a same as people from Samoa, New Year and Island, uh, islands around to earn some money that they can provide for their families. They work, they don't explore much. Some can't even leave the region. But as they explained, they don't mind because that's why they came. When I did a little research about Tonga and asked Tevita if it's true, he was just laughing. Some things are, well most, but it's not everything as the tourists see, as usual. When I asked about some things, he didn't even know that they have it on Tonga. And I explained some things behind that and he was like, oh yeah, actually, oh yeah, I know that. But I didn't never heard it in this way. So I'm gonna try to share some of the things that I found really interesting. First thing, Tonga is the only Pacific country that was never colonized. Tonga is also home of the humpback whales. They migrate every year to the warm waters of Tonga to breed, give birth and raise their young before returning to the Antarctic. They are one of the reasons why people flock to the island nation. 
third thing. Sunday is a day of rest in Tonga. I know you're wondering how that's any different from here, but it is. Most of Tonga shuts down on Sunday in favor of family. All they do is church, resting and eating. Conducting any kind of business is banned. You're even prohibited to play sports, exercise or even swim. It's a day of rest and that's what you should do. I love this. <laughs> I already mentioned that Kingdom of Tonga or Tonga is also called Friendly Islands. And why they call it Friendly Islands is because British explorer James Cook visited Tonga 1773. The local people threw a lavish feast in his honor and Cook was so impressed with the hospitality that he nicknamed it in the Friendly Islands. Another one. That one is actually my favorite one. There's this appearing island on Tonga. In 1867, a new coral reef was found, which later grew to uh, 50 meters in height and 2 kilometers in length. This island was called Fonua Fo'o, which means New Island. In 1894, the island went missing, but reappeared again two years later before disappearing again. It re-emerged in 1927, then disappeared again by 1949. It feels like the island loves playing hide-and-seek. Currently is in the hiding phase. Another one. Niua Fo'o is a tiny island in the kingdom of Tonga. Many, many years ago, the island did not have any postal service, so to receive any mail supplies from outside world, the people came up with a unique idea. A strong swimmer would swim out to ships that would throw mail stuffed in a biscuit tin for the swimmer to retrieve. For uh, outward mail, the swimmer would tie the thin box to the end of a long stick to pass to the ship's crew. Soon the island was known as a tin can island. This ritual stopped when the swimmer was attacked by a shark. <laughs> well, interesting, isn't it? There is another one connected with a male. In 1963, Tonga issued the world's first self-adhesive stamps. Um, many of those stamps were so big that they could not be placed in a normal mailing envelope. And um, here's another one that I'm not sure if uh, the Tongans would uh, agree with me, but... In Tonga, if a woman has only sons, she would raise at least one of them as daughter to help out with chores, such as a cooking and cleaning. Well, as I said, not sure about the last one, but what I'm sure that mothers are really important and that is also one of the things, questions, that Tevita said he would talk about it, but not share it with others. But at the end, he surprised me and he said that he wants to share it with us. Tao Kamata, let's hear his story. Behind places and faces. My name is Tevita Hafoka and I came from Fatumu, Tonga Tapu. Life in Tonga is way easier than in New Zealand. Childhood was so much fun. 
it was nice playing around with the kids and when I grew up I went to school to study. We have primary school from year one to year six and then high school to year 12. After that I went to Territory School to study IT. There is where I got my certificate and then diploma. After graduation, I decided to go to New Zealand to make money to help my family and church. Picking apples, cutting hops. I am the oldest kid in our family and I have five siblings. We grew up in a little house that was made with coconut leaves. And every time it was raining, we were always wet, even though we stay inside a house. When I was 12 years old, I went to the high school, Tonga High School, which is the highest secondary school in Tonga. My dad decided to come here to New Zealand for picking apples. That time was the hardest time for my mom. She had to handle six children by herself. All we did, we went to school and came home to eat. My mom did everything for us so we can live happily and even though she tried to manage everything on her own and cook food for us and do washing, cleaning, ironing, I saw my mom that she was always crying and crying and I didn't know anything about it. I thought it because she, she's tired or I decided to help her. After school I rushed home just to help her make our dinner and in the weekends I would help her do washing and all she had to do was taking care of my little sister because she was still one year old at that time. I thought if I decided to help her she's gonna stop crying but nah. I could saw her tears falling and falling and falling and I asked her what happened mom? She said to me no it's fine I'm happy to see you help me. So these tears are, are tears of happiness. And I was like, okay, then stop crying because you make me cry too. She was still crying. Every time I was alone with her, I was keep asking her if she's okay. But she still said yes. I know now that that time she was hiding something from me. But when my dad finally came home, we were so happy to see him. But my mom was still crying. And when I, one day I asked her, You're still crying? What happened? Can you at least tell me what is wrong? And my mom told me that one day I will know about everything and the pain she is handling. And one day, it was heavy rain on that time, and my dad went and stayed at his family's house. Only us and mom were in the house. My mom put us together on the bed, put some tent about the house to make sure that we were not wet. She went outside to try to cook some food for us. You can imagine it, how hard it was cooking in the rain outside. We didn't have stove. And from that day, it started to appear to my eyes the pain that my mom is handling. When I was 19 years old, my mom decided to tell me what happened back then. She told me everything. She told me that my dad went to pick up the apples and, and he started an affair with a woman on New Zealand. And once I knew that, I was so angry. So I started crying and crying. I hugged my mom and told her that everything will be okay and my dad will regret it. You can imagine if 
if it's your dad will do that to your mom. You can imagine how hard it is to handle six children on her. She did everything. She was a mother and a father to us at the same time. Since then, I hate my dad. And I promised my mom that everything she wants, I will do it until the day God call her. That's why I love my mom so much. And she's the most important person in my life. So yes, I ended up in New Zealand because I was thinking that it's the fastest way to earn money. I really want to help my mom. I want her to stay at home and rest. Yes, working in New Zealand is fine with me. I'm happy to work and earn money. But life, life through Tongan's eyes in New Zealand is hard because we must work to survive. If we didn't work to earn money, we will be homeless and live on a street. Everything on New Zealand is money. That's how I describe it. Tonga, we have our own field and we go plant food there like taro, cassava, gems. And we have heaps of food without money. Like, go fishing for free. So, my future plan is to help my family right now. And if I'm going to marry, I want to support my family to live a better life. That's my only plan. Family. I also have a dreams, but my dream is to get married to the one that I love and have family with her. And this is my story. Tevita, Malo Peter, thank you. Behind places and faces. When he told me his story and how life looks like on Tonga and other Pacific Islands. I was speechless. I felt, I actually felt horrible because through my eyes, I saw them like they're using them here to work and has some ridiculous rules. But Tevita nicely said to me, that's how you see it. And I see it as a big opportunity to work. And it's true. And when he told me about the story with coconut leaves and house and how parents pushed him to do education and now he's so grateful because he can help and provide for a family, I cried. I am so lucky. I am healthy. I have to provide just for myself. I'm healthy. I am loved. I am... I have nothing to complain. There was another question that he asked me when we were talking. And when we talk about different perspectives, he, we of course came to the love. And he asked me um, how many kids I have and if I'm married. And I told him that I am 27 and I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have a boyfriend. And he said to me, Quote, I was only surprised because I used to see heaps of people I met there already married or having partnered when they're 25 years old. But when I asked you and you said no, I was so surprised because look at you and don't think me wrong. But you're beautiful and hardworking and sorry, don't get me wrong. I was wondering why because you said to me that your longest relationship was only four months. I kept wondering why is that I'm wondering that too 
what I'm gonna know the answer I'm gonna let you know I hope nothing is wrong with me <laughs> no I'm kidding um thank you to Vita for these um, uh, beautiful thoughts that stories and words that you share with us Tivita Malo Apito. Thank you again. And I think that every day we're gonna get closer to the answer that you want to hear, or maybe not. But I think we have so much more to, to talk about it. And if you have any more stories, please share it with me because you are a storyteller. And when I'm listening to you, I am just speechless. Voila! You know, guys, I've realized something. I really like doing episodes where I learn something and I hear a little bit about someone else's life and I hope that it's interesting for you too. Let me know please. Subscribe, follow, give me a review. Oh and I'm so sorry that I skipped the holy guacamole section this today. It just didn't feel right. I'm not gonna finish this episode without um, my gratefulness almost but nah. I realized today that I'm working in a team and we have an amazing time. But you know, when you start and you're learning and you're fine, but then after days when you get used to the work that you have to do and you start realizing that because you earn as much as the team is doing, you become a little less stressful because how people are working or if I'm too slow and stuff. And I just have to let it go. And I really tried today and it was much better, but still. Uh. Please don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. You can listen wherever you want. If you don't know where to listen, um, you can find link on my Instagram profile, Behind Places and Faces. And share stories with me. Holy guacamole is waiting. Yay. See you later, alligators. Behind places and faces